Welcome to this podcast produced by Imagine, your resource for early childhood music therapy. Imagine is produced by Della Vista Publisher and can be found on the web at www.imagine.musictherapy.biz. This podcast is entitled Raising the Bar on Our Clinical Music and presented by Michelle Schuritholz. With an enduring love of music and a new degree in psychology, Michelle discovered the field of music therapy during a workshop on the clinical work of Paul Nordoff and Clive Robbins, early practitioners in the field. She immediately related to their humanistic musical approach with variously abled clients, as well as to the quality of their published songs and instrumental activities. This experience led to a now 30-year career in music therapy. In this podcast, she'll be sharing her personal perspectives on the value and content of their published music, as well as that of current music therapists composing in their tradition. As music therapists, we search for the most effective ways to engage children in musical play. How wonderful that we possess the art of music as a unique means of contact and intervention in support of their development. Paul Nordoff and Clive Robbins, through their body of clinical and musical work, taught us that by focusing consciously on the components of music, we can create compositions that both provide exceptional play experiences and lead children toward meeting therapy goals. In the book Music Therapy and Special Education, written nearly 50 years ago, they advocate that we use the full range of our craft when offering music, writing, quote, music is a language, and for children, it can be a stimulating language, a consoling language. It can encourage, hearten, delight, and speak to the most inmost part of the child. In their later book, Creative Music Therapy, A Guide to Fostering Clinical Musicianship, the team describes their work with a socially isolated young child named Philip. Over time, they develop a peekaboo song with him, which, quote, opened a space for Philip in which he could initiate his response in his own time, in his own way. Musically, the question, where is Philip, was posed melodically and paused on an unresolved chord, while the answering phrase, there he is, came to musical resolution and celebrated his developing social and musical responses. Listen to a brief excerpt of this work, how the music invites him to take initiative, his pleasure in responding by playing the piano with excitement, and the ways in which the therapist incorporates his responses. Thankfully, sessions were audio tapes, so Nordoff and Robbins were able to transcribe and eventually publish certain songs, providing compositions for us to study and share with our clients. This music includes songs of greeting and goodbye, concept songs that encourage awareness and the development of cognitive and expressive skills, as well as rhythmically motivating instrumental activities that support organized expression. In musical stories such as The Three Bears and arrangements of spirituals and children's folk tunes, we hear appealing melodies, 
rich harmonies, and relevant lyrics, all the expressive elements we instinctively know to be engaging about music. Before we hear some examples, I'd like to point out the team's attention to word setting, so relevant for work with preschoolers becoming comfortable with expressive language. In their five books of children's play songs, melodic and rhythmic emphasis closely follows the prosody of the lyrics, and the lyrical content reflects ideas to which children can relate. The songs were written with piano accompaniment, but have been adapted for guitar while retaining the specific musical makeup. Naturally, songs may be sung a cappella in situations where you are unable to manage a guitar or piano, or when voice alone is preferred. As you listen, try to focus on how the actual musical structure works as a catalyst for participation in interactive play. Where is our friend Tom? And Tom answers, here I am. And we say, there he is. As in the peekaboo example, musical elements highlight the verbal questions and answers. The music itself seems to express, I really want to hear from you and will wait for you to tell me the answer. When the child answers, here I am, the forte phrase on the tonic chord celebrates his presence. Children can respond through words, sound, or gesture to engage actively. Of course, with any music, it's important to work flexibly, adapting tempo and dynamics, playing without strict pulse at times, leaving space in the music, and making variations to invite and sustain participation. As we bring back songs week after week, a child's fondness for the music motivates greater involvement in a wholly natural way. What day is it today encourages children to learn the days of the week through its repeating musical questions. Children answer together with an energetic no or yes, and there is humor and anticipation reflected in the musical choices, which include harmonic surprise. Listen to how harmonies are arranged in open form, some with added notes outside the triad. This lends both musical clarity and emphasis to the song's therapeutic intentions, imparting knowledge, encouraging self-expression, developing peer relationships, and importantly, experiencing enjoyment, a key element in children's play. Robbins, in her teamwork with Clive in the 1970s through 90s, carried forth the tradition of creating clinically focused songs. Five Fingers, found in the collection Greetings and Goodbyes, is a gentle song created for a group of young children in a program that included parents and siblings. The lyrics, set in a singable, stepwise melody, encourage counting and the naming of body parts. Notice the rocking quality in the bass notes and the use of pedal tones that lend stability as the harmony moves gently in the right hand. One, 
Children relate so positively to this song. Some make their first, first utterance in sessions. Others eventually take the initiative to lead by counting the fingers of their therapist. In the book's Themes for Therapy and More Themes for Therapy, contemporary music therapists who studied with or were influenced by the founders of the work contribute their music along with descriptions of its musical and clinical content. As an example, When You See a Friend Say Hi by Alan Turry encourages verbal and social participation while it engages the child's imagination. Melody and harmony create anticipation as the song poses its questions. Notice the melodic and harmonic resolution to highlight the moment when the individual sings the word hi. Gentle dissonance animates the song at times, evoking more response. the final song, It's Time to Say Goodbye, to bring positive closure to sessions with a group of pre-verbal children. With the goals of vocal and verbal participation in mind, I used repeating lyrical phrases with words set according to their natural accents. The song's upbeat energy, with its dotted rhythms and moving bass line, led naturally in one session to the children getting up to move in a circle together, waving or singing goodbye to one another. Well, it's time to say goodbye. Yes, it's time to say goodbye. Thank you for coming to music. Thank you for coming to Thank you for coming to music. Come back again. It's striking to me that the songs of Nordoff and Robbins written 50 years ago are still so effective today. Embedded in their music are their astute perceptions about what children relate to and need to further their development. I hope you've gained additional ideas for creating your own songs to both enchant and offer therapeutic opportunities to children through the art of music. Thanks for listening to this Imagine podcast produced in 2018.